Welcome to the Experience Christian Church Message Podcast. We are a church startup based out of Exton, Pennsylvania, committed to giving the community a fresh start with God and with church. Our mission is to help people experience God's love in a practical way. We would love to connect with you. Would you text ECC info to 94000 or go to our website, experiencecc.org for more information and to learn how you can be a part of our community. Enjoy today's message. Well, good morning. Good morning. Good to see everybody here today. We are in the middle of a series on back to the basics, back to the basics. And today my assignment is to talk about growth talk about growth. And so I'm going to ask that everyone would turn in their Bibles to the book of Philippians chapter number one, verse number six. Philippians chapter number one, verse number six. Today I want to talk about God's good work. God's good work. I'm going to give you a moment to be able to get there so that we can all be in the same place at the same time. Philippians chapter number one, verse number six. The Apostle Paul is here speaking, and he says to us from the New Living Translation, I am certain that God, who has began the good work within you, will continue his work until it's finally finished on that day when Christ Jesus returns. He calls it a good work. And we've got to get to the place where when we're growing in our lives, we got to learn to call it a good work. Regardless of how it feels, regardless of how we see it, it's God's good work. It reminds me of Shakespeare, where he said, to be or not to be? That is the question. Whether it is more nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, or to take arms against a sea of trouble, and by simply opposing, end them. There are questions that come up in life. Can I still grow? Am I too old? Am I too inexperienced? I don't know enough yet, but I'm so glad that the Bible has answers for me for every question that I have in life. And God wants you to know that it's not too late, that you're still a part of God's good work. God will work in you. He says that, number one, he'll start the work. That number two, he'll continue the work. And that number three, he'll finish the work. Oh, that's good news today. God will start the work. God will continue the work. And that God will finish the work. One of the things that I enjoy doing is spending time watching National Geographics. I love the animal shows. There was a particular day while I was watching a program on TV, and it was a giraffe who was giving birth to a baby giraffe. It was there in the Serengeti Plains of Africa, while the wind was blowing across the reeds that were waving in the distance. You could see this 
mother giraffe who has given birth to a baby. The sun is starting to go down on the other side of the screen, and after the baby is born, the first thing that the mother giraffe does is it takes its long hoof and it kicks the baby. I said, that's kind of strange. The mother waits for a reaction and swings its hoof around again and kicks it. And now the baby is beginning to moan and to cry. Swings its hoof around again and kicks it again. The baby's trying to get out of the way now. And he knows that what's coming is another kick here soon. And I'm sitting in my chair and I'm beginning to get irritated because I can't figure out why this mother would begin kicking a newborn giraffe. But as I watch the TV, the narrator comes in and says, well, listen, the the reason that the mother is kicking the baby is because it knows if it doesn't get that baby up on its feet and able to walk, there are predators that are around that will make a chance to kill it. See, sometimes in life, things happen that we don't know about. We wonder if we're making it, if we're making the right choice, the right decision. And God knows everything about us. God has already known the way for us. And we got to get to the place of learning how to trust God in spite of what it is that we see, in spite of what it is that we feel. When we read this passage of Scripture, the Bible says that God has begun a good work in you. That's an important thing to note there when you look at the grammatical structure of the text. This word began is an important part of speech there. When you look at began, it means that an action was completed at some point in the past before something else happened. It is a past participle. It means that God has finished his work before we even get started. See, God already knows the way. He's already planned it out for us. And God is not trying to figure out how to get us out of a jam when we find difficulty in life. God has already mapped it out for us. All we got to do is be faithful and continue to follow his lead. The Bible says it this way in Hebrews chapter number 12, verse number 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despised the shame, and is set down at the right hand of God. The Bible says that he is set down. That word is key there because set down means that his work is finished. Amen. He's not trying to figure out how he's going to rescue us. He has already made the plan for us. See, God started and finished the work before of growth in our life before we even got started, before we even arrived on the scene. God had it all mapped out for us. It points to God's all-knowing power, that God knows everything. See, God knows that you didn't finish high school, and God knows that your car broke down, and God knows that you have been raped and molested, and God knows that you're having difficulty in your marriage, and God knows that your son or daughter has run away, and God knows that you have lost your job, and God knows about every situation that we find ourselves, but despite that, he has still made a way for each and every one of us. God knows because in Psalms 139, the Bible says to us, O Lord, 
you have examined my heart and you know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. You see me when I travel and you see me at rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say before I even say it, Lord. You go before me and you follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head and such knowledge is too wonderful for me to know, too great for me to understand. And so because God knew it all, God had put a plan in place for us. See, you got to understand that your salvation was secure before the foundations of the world. Oh, I don't think you caught that, amen? It's important for you to understand that before God even framed and brought the heavens and the earth into place, that he already had a plan established before he even made us. In Ephesians chapter number one, verse number four, the Bible tells us even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. See, what blows my mind about God is, is that God created a plan of salvation before he even made us. See, God knew that we would mess up, and yet he created us anyway. Amen. See, see it's important for us to understand here that God is an all-knowing God, and he knows everything that happens. Now, if it was up to me and I know I was going in a certain direction it would mess up, I wouldn't go that direction. Amen. But God loved us so much that in spite of the fact that we would sin in his face, that God made a plan to bring us back into right relationship with him. That's an all-knowing God. It's called God's good work. And we got to learn how to call it what God calls it. God calls it his good work. Not only does he start the work in us, but he says that he will continue his work. It means that he is ever-present. It's God's good work because he's working in me right now. See, it's a process that we go through. See, we live in a society where things are now can be done very quickly. If we want something heated up, we just throw it in the microwave, push the button, and one minute it's done. But that's not how God works. God works in a step-by-step fashion so that as God is making the changes, we don't always understand the changes that he's making, but we are different from when we started off. The Bible says in Psalms 139, verse number seven, I can never escape your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell in the farthest oceans, even there your hand guides me and your strength will support me. I can ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night. But even in darkness, I cannot hide from you. To you, the night is as bright as day. And darkness and light are the same to you. See, the difficulty that we have sometimes is that we exist in time. And God exists 
outside of time. God is not hindered or bound by time. God doesn't have to check his cell phone to find out what time it is. The Lord doesn't have a checklist of deeds that he has to get done before the day is over. God is present before it happens, while it happens, and after it happens. There's nothing that catches God by surprise because he is present at all times. See, we live in time, but God exists outside of time. And God can move in and out of time, past, present, and future, without any limitations whatsoever. And as a believer who's been born again, your spirit exists on the inside. That is God with you. And rest assured that he is still working with you. It's called the sanctification process. It's God separating you to be holy like him. It's God working on you on the inside. It's the spirit of God that guides us into our growth and maturity as believers. So you don't have any control of it. God has all of the control of it. There are three phases of sanctification. God, number one, he frees us from the penalty of sin. That's called justification. And then frees us from the power of sin. He breaks sin in our lives that causes us to grow and to mature as believers. And then ultimately, we will be delivered from the presence of sin when we go to be with him and we'll be glorified. The Bible says in Colossians chapter number two, verse number seven, have your roots planted deep in Christ. Grow in him. Get your strength from him. Let him make you strong in the faith as you've been taught. Your life should be full of thanks to him. Be careful that no one changes your mind and faith by much learning and big sounding ideas. Those things that men have dreamed up, they are always trying to make new religions. Leave these out leave and leave out Christ. For Christ is not only God-like, he is God in the flesh. Finally, God says to us that he'll finish the work. It's a promise to God that what he started, that God will finish. In Psalms 139, the Bible says, you have made all the delicate and inner parts of my body, and you have knit them together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. And how well I know it. You've watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion. And as I was woven together in the dark of the womb, you saw me before I was born. And every day of my life was recorded in your book. And every moment was laid out before me as a single day has passed. God will begin the work. God will continue the work. And then God will finish the work. It's God's promise. It demonstrates that he is all-powerful, that God is able to do things that we are limited in our understanding to be able to do, that he is powerful, that he is able to deliver what it is that he decreed. God never intended for us to become fruit inspectors. It's not our job to determine how much a person is supposed to grow. That's God's business. 
not our business. It's not right for us to make judgment about where we think everybody ought to be because everybody started out at different places and different times and different situations. God's good work has its own plan for us individually. Now, if we take the time and pay attention to the work that we've got, amen, and I don't know about you, I got a lot of work to do, so I don't have time to pay attention to what other people are doing. I'm too busy working on the issues that I got, amen, and, and if you're like me, my issues got issues, amen, and because my issues got issues, I, I, I got to take care of some things first on my side. I got to pay attention to my growth, amen. Do you sometimes feel as though you're not making progress? God said he'll finish the work for you. You feel like you're a project that's left undone. God will complete it. He'll help you to grow in grace and knowledge of who he is. He will complete the work in your life. So if you're feeling discouraged, God won't give up on you. If you feel uncomplete and unfinished, Lean on the promises of God. If you find yourself distressed or anxious, lean on God and depend upon his provision. Don't allow your present condition to rob you of the joy of your salvation and the ability to grow in Christ. All of us have come together and we're growing together as a community of God's people. And the apostle Paul says, I am certain, I'm sure I'm confident that God has started the work in you and he'll continue the work in you and that God will finish the work that he has started. Remember, this is God's work, not ours. All we have to do is to be faithful to what he's called us to do. In conclusion, we've got to understand that the Bible says very clearly to us in Psalms 37, 23, that the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. That means that they are established and guided and made for us. See, see, and God has already laid out the footprints for us. All we got to do is walk in them. And God will give us enough light in order to take the next step. See, one of the things that I've learned as a believer is that God doesn't always show you the destination. He just shows you the next step that you got to take. He shows you the next step that you got to take because God is helping you to trust him. Because if God showed us what the end would be, we'd be at the end before we started the journey. We'd pay more attention to the destination than we would him. But if God gives us enough light to be able to take the next step, then we can know for sure that we're walking with God because he's lighting the way for us step by step. And all we got to do is walk in the little bit of light that he gives us. The Bible says that he will be a light unto my feet and a light into my pathway, that God will give us enough light in order to be able to take the next step. So as I'm going through this journey, I've got to know that my life has already been completed in God. All I got to do is be faithful and follow what he's called me to do. And if I'm faithful to what he's called me to do, then I can make it to where he decided that I need to be. I don't have to get frustrated because I'm not growing at the right rate. God says, I'm growing you where you need to be. Amen. There's some things you need to work on in the process. And if you're faithful to me, I'll be faithful to you in this whole episode of trying to get to the other end of our adventure together. In closing, there's a story that I want to share with you about a man who had to push against a rock. 
This man had been spending time with God, and God had showed him that he needed to get away to some solitude and some peaceful places and to be able to take time and just spend time with him. He goes to the mountain to a cabin, and outside of the cabin, there's this big rock that sits in a field. And his instructions were that God wanted him to push against the rock. And so every morning, faithfully, he gets up, 6 a.m., he goes out, and he pushes with all of his might against the rock. He faithfully does it for a couple of days, and then on the fourth day, he gets up and he says, uh, that rock hasn't moved at all. I've been pushing against it for three days. Instead of getting up at 6 o'clock, he gets up at 10 o'clock and goes out. He goes out and he pushes against the rock. He says, I don't see anything happening. He said, God, why would you tell me to push against this rock? I'm, I'm not making any progress in my life. He goes back in. He comes out the next day. And then the enemy comes and says, You've been pushing for a long time. Look at all that effort that you're putting forth. That rock hasn't even moved one inch. You're just wasting your time. The man discouraged begins to talk to God and says, God, what's, what's going on? That I've been pushing against this rock as hard as I can. I've been faithful to what you've told me to do. And I don't see any changes at all. God says to him, who told you you had to move the rock? He said, I never told you that you had to move the rock. He said, what do you mean there are no changes in your life? Look at the muscles in your legs. Look at the muscles in your arms. Look. Look at your skin. It has now been tanned because you've been out in the sun all day long. What do you mean you haven't changed? God says, I wasn't worried about moving a rock. I can move the rock anytime that I want to. He said, in fact, get out of the way for a second. Let me move this rock over a little bit for you so I can demonstrate. See, many times in life, we're looking for the wrong thing when we're looking to grow in Christ. We're looking to grow in the wrong ways. But God, if you're faithful to what he's called you to do, God can move the rock. He just tells you to be faithful in the area that he's given you. Amen. God knows about your situation. God knows what you're facing. God knows what you're up against. But if you trust him, he'll make a way out of no way for you. If you put your faith in him, he'll be able to bring it to pass in your life. When you look back over your life, it was only God that has brought you through in every situation that you've been in. And you ought to be able to give him the thanks and the praise for how good God has been unto you. You were strung out on drugs, but God took that desire away. You were caught up in alcohol, but God took the bottle away. You were getting ready to get a divorce, but God brought it back together. You have some family members that you haven't been connected to, but God can bring them back together again. You've been unemployed, but God gave you another job. You wrecked the car, but God gave you a better car. God can turn it around for you. God can bring it to pass for you. God can make it happen to you. 
All you got to do is to be faithful to what God has called you to do. And when you look back over your life, you'll be able to celebrate what God has done for you. I can't help myself right now. I'm a little bit happy because God has done too much for me to sit down in my seat and relax and act like he hasn't done anything in my life. God has been good to me. God has taken care of me. God has made ways out of no way for me. And to him is all the praise. If I can go to a football game and thank God for my team that's losing, I can come to church and stand on my feet and thank God for the one who's taken care of me, for the one who's blessed me, for the one who's keeping me, for the one who's feeding me, for the one who's making ways for me. I can give him some praise and some honor and some glory. It's God's good work. Let him keep doing the good work in you. Amen. This morning we want to take the time for our communion. Communion is a time where we remember what Christ has done for us. It's a time to reflect and take inventory of where we're at in our relationship with God. It's an opportunity for us to reflect on the love that God has for us. In spite of what we've done, God still loves us. In spite of the things that we've done in our lives, he has never turned his back on us. And it's because he wants a relationship with us. God desires a personal relationship with each and every one of us. And it's through that personal relationship that we commit ourselves that we'll take the time and reflect and have communion to remember the sacrifice that he made for us. So as our choir comes and sings, we're going to prepare ourselves for our communion today. Thanks for joining us. We hope something you heard today will draw you closer to God and encourage you to know him better. If you found this message podcast helpful, please subscribe, write a review, and consider sharing it with someone else. If there is anything we can do for you, a question we could talk through with you, a prayer we could say on your behalf, or a need you have, please don't hesitate to let us know. We are better together. Please connect with us soon. Take care.